Ba, what do you think? I, I know we haven't talked about this at all. What do you think of the World Baseball Classic? I absolutely love it, but I'm just curious for your take on it. You know what? I think that it has, over time, it has grown on me. I think at first, it gimmicky is not the right word, but I don't think that you had the buy-in that you do now. I mean, when you look at the rosters that have been put together, you know, Team USA, how strong they look. Go ahead and take a look at the Dominican Republic and their roster. It's an absolute joke. I mean, they have, I mean, this may be a little bit over the top, but they're going to have all-stars that can't get on a field for game one that are not going to start. I mean, they are so loaded. They're infield. You look at their infield across the board, and you're like, are you kidding me? Where do you play all these guys before you even get to the outfield? Like, there's not enough room. So you have the buy-in by so many of the superstars in the game today, and I think that really has, has ramped it up. For me, personally, it definitely has. And I'm looking forward to it as much as anybody else just because of the quality of player that you have that wants to play for their respective country, and they are going to take this very seriously. You know, I, I think the thing I like the most about it, Brian, is a lot of the unwritten rules seem to go away in this thing. Right? Am I wrong or am I right? What do you mean as far as unwritten rules? Like, I don't know, you're allowed to cheer or, you know, have a little bit more energy or get excited about some things. Or that, show up a pitcher if you hit a home run. Yeah, just little things. Like, like it's it takes that me back to... Over well. Well, I'm not saying show up a... Look at you, negative nanny over well, there. Well, no, but that's the I, kind but, of stuff I, they do. But the energy these guys have I, for preseason baseball is essentially what it really is, but they don't treat it that it, way. No. You know what? It gives it more of a Latin America feel. You know, like, like I, I can remember, I, I got to play uh, down in Venezuela for, you know, in winter ball. Mm-hmm. And it's a completely different feel down there. You know, if you've been able to catch uh, this Caribbean series, with all the Latin American countries, uh, you know, you, you had Mexico, you've got, uh, you know, of course, the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, all across the board. They, there's so much energy in the game that they play, and they are way more, um, you know, explosive with their celebrations, with their feelings. It's, it's a different brand of baseball. It, it really is a different brand of baseball, and it goes against the kind of baseball that we grew up here in the United States playing where you didn't show guys up and if you did there was recourse for that uh you know latin america it's different it's different and it's that style of baseball and it's fun and you know what here's the thing if you're the hitter and you want to jack one out there and show up the pitcher fine but then don't be offended when he punches you out and sends you back to the dugout you know and, and shows you up makes you look like a fool if you want to play it that way go ahead i don't think that's for everybody but that's certainly how they're going to uh, to play this World Baseball Classic. Yeah, I got a, a big picture thought on on salaries and stuff. In in from a team standpoint, it seems like, and, and certainly the Guardians are one of them. The Rays, who you work with, seems to seem to be one. Okay, get everything you can out of these guys before you know before they hit free agency and the opportunity to get that big contract, and then we move along from them. And we really don't go into those big contracts very often. Is that a is that actually a really smart way to run a team? I, I think you miss out on a lot of guys, you know, who might go on and do other things, but you also avoid those what can be catastrophic big contracts that are on your books. I, I just think it's yeah. a fascinating way to approach building a, a baseball team. Yeah, you, you've got to be very selective 
with who you are going to give those long-term contracts to. And if you're going to do that, you want to do it before they hit free agency. At that point, they become too expensive. You're going to have to give them way too many years. And, you know, like, okay, so if you're a 21-year-old or 22-year-old, you get to the big leagues. You're not going to be a free agent until you're 28, 29. So if you let him play it all the way out to then, now all of a sudden you're going to, if he's a superstar, you're going to have to give him 8, 9, 10, 11, 13 years, whatever it is, at ridiculous amounts of money. And the way that they are able to evaluate these players now, they see that you're hitting your peak in your late 20s. And as you hit 30 years old, there is a slow and sometimes a quicker decline in your game. So now they're putting tons of money and tons of years into a guy that may be on the back nine or, or, or heading that way, being close to that. So if you're going to lock these guys up, you do what the Rays do, did with Wander Franco, and hopefully that works out for them. But they gave him the big 10-, 11-year deal you know, his first year in the, in the league. So, so they got him for the, the first five or six years where they're probably going to overpay him. But then, you know, the, the money – they're still going to have a long period of time there and they're buying out four or five years of free agency at reduced numbers. If he turns out to be the player that they expect him to be. So you have to have a player that buys in and wants that big contract early on where he may be costing himself dollars in the long term, but wants the stability and, you know, just, just wants, uh, you know, to, to have that contract done and out of the way. But it, you know, it, it is, it's, it's an interesting business model and I think it works a whole lot better with pitching, with the way that they ask these guys to go 100% just about on every pitch that they make. They understand that if we do that for five or six years, this guy might be, he might be tore up by then. So we're not going to put in a lot of money into him at that point. You know, we'll, we'll let him go and let him you know, hurt himself and, and, and blow out with, with some other team that chose to give him that money. Because let's be honest, too many of the long-term free agent contracts for pitchers, you know, Max Scherzer comes to mind Mm -hmm. as working out. A lot of the other ones have not. In fact, they've been absolute disasters as well as with the position players. But I think these teams are getting fiscally smart to, to do the things the way that they are. Although that sometimes alienates the fan base because they realize Listen, like, don't don't get too into this particular player. He's only going to be here for a couple of years, and then they're going to flip him. And be the thing, and you just touched on it that is is mind boggling to me sometimes with these great big long, you know, eight, nine, ten, twelve year contracts for the huge money, is it takes these guys into their late thirties. Well, you you can't project that they're going to be good at thirty seven, thirty eight, thirty nine in a game like baseball, uh, you, you, or any game, but I think especially baseball. You know, I keep thinking of Albert Pujols' contract, and I, I just find it fascinating to watch how some teams do business and other teams do business. Yeah, and I think that what's happened is you've seen enough over time, you've seen enough of those contracts go bad, and it just completely hinders what you're able to do going forward. You have huge chunks of money on the books that, you know, listen, even if you're a big spending team, it's not limitless. It's not limitless. So you get enough of those bad contracts, and it really limits what you're able to do going forward. And, and again, Albert Pujols, look at the, the situation with the Angels and, and, and some of the way that that money has been misspent. They still can't get Mike Trout and Shohei Otani into the playoffs. And they have two of the best players that the game 
in the game right now, two of the most dynamic players in the game, and they cannot build a team around them because they've had some really bad contracts. Think about Pujols. Think about the Rendon contract. They yeah. gave him a ton of money, sure did. and he's not been able to get out on the field. And so they've got tons and tons of money or had tons and tons of money you know, into guys that just weren't able to perform. And so they've not been able to get the pitching. They've not been able to get the complimentary pieces. And they go home uh, at the beginning of every October. And so, you know, teams have, have learned from that and tried to you know, go about doing it a different way. doesn't mean that that way is going to be the correct way. But, it's well, that, that hasn't worked out so well. So let's, let's try something different. Everybody's trying to find those market inefficiencies and the best way to go about taking advantage of it. Uh, let's talk a little football, my friend. Who do you like this weekend? You know what? Here's the thing. My, my brain tells me Philadelphia, they're, they're, you think about their lines, offensive line, the fact that they can line up, tell you that they're going to run, and you're going to do everything you can to stop it, and you still can't stop them. You think about their defensive line, the quality of the players, and the depth of that defensive line, and that's where the games are won and lost most of the time, in the trenches. So my brain tells me Philadelphia, I can't pick against Mahomes. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, you, you just feel like, you know, you think about Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. I, 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 there's just something about that Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. I think that, that when Tampa took them apart, basically because of the defensive line a couple of years ago, I think they're going to learn from that. And I just have a hard time going against Mahomes. I think that the Chiefs find a way to pull it out. Although my head tells me I'm fool. I'm a fool. Where are you watching the Super Bowl? What's on the grill? What are you cooking? You know what? That I don't know yet. I will tell you this. Um, If I am able to find one that I can cook home today, I am going to go out and get myself, I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, an uni. An uni, uh, it's a, 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 what do you call it, Uh, wood-fired pizza. You can even use propane. You can do a lot of, yes. So if I can find myself an uni, that is the 16-inch, where you can make a 16-inch pizza. These things fire up to almost 1,000 degrees. And you roll out the dough, you make your pizza, you put it in, and you can cook these pizzas in minutes. And I mean minutes, two, three minutes tops. And you've got this wood-fired pizza that is unbelievable. If I could find one of those today and take it home, that's what I'll be doing on Sunday. I will find a way to do wings and I will be firing up just random pizzas in my hopefully newly purchased uni. That's fabulous. All right, buddy, enjoy the game. Will do. You guys too. Thanks. I've already Googled for you in the Tampa area where you can buy them. I'll send it to you. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you very much. Make, make my afternoon a lot smoother. Make go. life easy. Later. See you, BA. Thanks, buddy. All right, boys. Take care.